Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ballots are a disaster. And, I understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you commit to making yeah. sure that there's a peaceful transfer? We, we want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Right there, right there, officer down. Right there, officer down. We've had two officers shot tonight, and that is very serious. It's a very dangerous condition. Two officers shot during protests after a grand jury's decision to not charge officers in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. I wish. A lot of luck to Harry. She's going to need it. Ooh, I agree on that 100%. 100%. jeez. Oh, Man, it all gets, um, it all works its way to Thursday, doesn't it? Because for, well, for Friday, for me, in the newspaper, we, is a huge day, at least a huge chunk of time where it's you're working for three deadlines, really. And so that's just that. That'll be it. Once that's done, then the work week is essentially done. You're never quite done, but um, but um, yeah, the week just compounds. I, I assume you're right there with me. It's uh, it's just a, uh, it just compounds. It compounds, or does it compile? I forgot what it was. So anyway, I got I had a terrible phone call with um somebody who I'm. You know, I'm talking about. Uh, I have some ideas and on, on how to kind of move and grow, and uh, and uh, this is just with the podcast stuff and other other things. You know, there are other there are other potentials out here that we might want to do and uh, to reach out, bring more people in, and and uh, you know, have larger conversations. Anyway, anyway, the, the conversation they they just had with the with the guy, he just didn't didn't get it. And didn't understand. I mean, I'm, I know I'm being very vague. So, this is what happens when you get older. Not only do you not get... When you go up for a layup, not only do you not get the layup, sometimes you get stuffed. 
But then sometimes you also get like flipped over into the cameraman and somehow you know <laughs> bounce up into the third row and some, somehow your pants get ripped off by the seat corner on this way. So anyway, I had this conversation. I am rip bleep. Rip bleep. It, it, how do I describe? Anyway, it's like saying to somebody that, you know, it's like essentially I was talking to a guy and saying, you know, you know, there can be we can we can invite more people to have discussions with us. You know, like you listening, maybe you're already having discussions somewhere. And I'm like thinking, what if we put all these discussions together? Maybe your podcast or your emails, your tweets, etc. And what you know, just kind of just kind of spitballing and um, and just the guy. Yeah, I was essentially saying, no, that's over. Podcasts are dead. Radio's dead. This is dead. That's dead. This is dead. This is dead. And I couldn't get past. It never occurred to me this guy is one of those guys who just. Who thinks the best thing to bring to the table is telling me the stuff that's dead? <laughs> and it's you know. like, Jesus, really? Everything? We, that's all you have? I mean, imagine being in a foxhole with this guy. I mean, he'd probably survive, you know? <laughs> maybe it is dead. Maybe it's better to, 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 to keep your head down. And But, like, talk about get busy living or get busy dying. So, anyway, I, I flew into a rage at the end of the phone call because I was. And I was just also angry at the, the lack of creativity in his dumbness, you know, to, that it was confined to the, this being dead. So I had a bottle of water in my hand, and I go into the kitchen, and I'm absolutely rippling. So uh, in my right hand, I think I had my headphones or something. In my left hand is a bottle of water. So, um, and I'm a writing. So I, with my left hand, chuck the bottle of water as hard as I can at some on a counter to some drinking bottles, drinking like thermos bottles, you know, that are, you know, made of thermosy stuff right there. And anyway, I'm around and I huck it there as hard as I can. But I'm using my sissy hand, my left hand, because I'm a righty. And so it's really a disgusting display. And I look to my left and my wife is there and sees it. And it's like, you know, if I'm going to make a loud ass of myself and <laughs> at least have me throwing it with my right hand. Well, if it makes you feel better, I didn't really see the throw itself. I just walked into the room and saw a water bottle Good. come flying well, out of nowhere. It was, it was a very <laughs> so... manly throw. It was executed <laughs> okay. perfectly. There was didn't look like I was a, uh, a two and a half year old <laughs> um, girl, you know, playing Major League Baseball. That said. You know that used to work when I was a kid. Girls now throw out fantastically, but but uh, but you know what I mean. So anyway, that's how it gets you. You know, sometimes you get screwed in a thousand different ways. <sighs> what was the other thing that happened too? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. But there's a lot to talk about. Now that I get that off my chest, Brian Karam is a jerk. Now he's a reporter for Playboy. He's always antagonizing the president. He's one of these guys, I'm sure he's short and has some kind of complex, but he's always been a total and complete jerk. He's in the White House press corps. He's always, he always makes questions about himself. He's one of these losers who wanted to be Hunter S. Thompson but just failed, and so now he's his own. You know, I'm the, I'm the, you know, I'm the bad boy reporter, Brian Karam, even though he's probably pushing 60 right now. But if we've all worked with people like that who, who really, who doesn't matter, they could be 48 years old. They still want to be considered the tough, cool, you know, bad boy amongst the twenty-one-year-olds, and they like act like that. But so he's an idiot. That said, so so he decides to ask President Trump to make a thing out of um, 
essentially begin a brush fire by asking President Trump about the peaceful transfer of power, which if in my mind, if you're a reporter and you use those words to me, you should be fired. goes right along with, um, uh, what does it go along with? Peaceful transfer of power. Oh, yeah, that's right. Does, does this rise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors? Anyway, he asked Trump if there's going to be a peaceful transfer of power and throws in the idea that, well, there's rioting, rioting happening right now, sir. Right now, sir. Of course, Trump answers it horribly, as terribly as he can. <laughs> he's he's not only going back at the guy, I think, and I've watched it a bunch of times and I've seen him. You know, he knows this this reporter, Brian Karam. So he's not only going back at him in a trolly way, he's also inarticulate. He also he doesn't explain exactly what he wants to say. Uh, it, you know, he doesn't, he just doesn't. His thinking is uh, hodgepodge. The words are in random order, and you don't want to sort by, like, <laughs> si- you know, file size when you're going to pick the words to throw at somebody. You know, you want to sort by relevance of order and all that stuff. So anyway, the, here's the question. Brian Karen goes after him. Win, lose, or draw in this election. Will you commit here today for a peaceful transferal uh, of power after the election? And there has been rioting in Louisville. There's been rioting in many cities across this country. First of all, immediately he says, win, lose, or draw. Will you, you know, commit to a peaceful transfer? I think if he wins, he doesn't have to commit to anything. Right. Th- that aside. He- so I also don't think we necessarily have draws in the presidential election, but I assume that's sort of a, he's just, you Well, know. there was, there was almost a semi-draw in the 2000 election, and I believe that um that the the Democrats did not go quietly of course well, that was right. I mean there a, were extra innings or whatever well, but there well, we don't have draws in presidential elections you know somebody we only have one president at the end of the process right but also it also wasn't a transfer of power that was kind of a jump ball to keep using bad sports analogies red and your so-called red and blue states will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful trans of power after the election. Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. I and, understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you? What does that mean? I understand that, but people are rioting. Well, there's a race riot in in Louisville, Kentucky. So you better go quietly if you lose the election. What? I love how Brian Cam likes to is trying to make the connection right now between what you're seeing. The rioting and Trump's answer, and the two are not are not related whatsoever. But he knows mm-hmm. that he's going to get the news cycle right with Trump. So Trump had to answer several. They're rioting in the streets, sir. Already they're rioting in the streets, as if Trump owns the race riots. It's really it's shrewd by Brian Karam because, like I said, he's one of the older people in the press pool, mm-hmm. and he knows what the pickup is going to be, and he knows that 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 he's that his these other reporters who are in there who are twenty seven years old. Are going to talk down the line with the IFB to the producer and the person in the in the edit desk at the at the um, at the uh, TV station. They're going to say, "By the way, one of the reporters said this, and he mentioned the rioting." And so, if there's rioting already, and they're like, "Well, we'll, we'll make the connection too. Awesome, let's do it." So it's a united front with the media. But commit to making know, sure that there's a know, peaceful transfer of power. We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better okay. than anybody else? The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead. 
So they just because. So let me guess what people are picking up on here because I haven't followed the mainstream take on this, but I'm assuming that get rid of the ballots is assumed to be, you know, Trump admitting to his secret plan to destroy a bunch of ballots. Yes, (laughs) in plain sight. Yeah, because everyone knows if you're gonna. Well, first of all, states control elections. President Trump can't do anything with anybody's ballots. Right, says you. Um, but. If one were going to, if President Trump were going to set out to destroy ballots, I mean, I'm sure he would spend his time bragging about it in press conferences. You say states control elections. Well, I know a certain governor from a state who's none too pleased, none too pleased that he has to deal with this. Man, this governor, this principled, (laughs) high polling governor is very upset. Mail-in ballot balloting has been with us forever. And that peaceful transfer of power. Oh, Jesus, really? How freaking lame. Lame. Let me tell you one thing. This guy yelling right now, this is Master Governor Charlie Baker, he is not angry. That is not what you're hearing. This is an act. Uh, also, pe- can I just point out, as a resident of this governor's state, that mail-in ballots in terms of uh, absentee ballots, for which you need a reason to vote absentee in Massachusetts, by the way, but... Uh, they may have been around forever, but this is the first year I've ever received mail telling me to request a mail-in ballot. I, I right. don't know about you, but I've never seen that before. So right. um, I believe there have been some changes to the the availability of mail-in ballots. Well, don't get in his way. Governor. He's very mad. People of this country rely on when they go to vote. It is appalling and outrageous. Wait, do they go to vote if they're... Doing a mail-in ballot? Are they going to vote or are they voting from home? Both, either. That anyone would suggest for a minute that if they lose an election, they're not going to leave. Period. How many times at the end of an election have we heard the words, the people have spoken? We didn't hear that in 2016 from the left. I can tell you that. They still <laughs> they still consider this. Oh, they were trying in, to get electors to change their votes. Well, Anything but also, possible. this was not a valid election. This was a Russians helped him with the election. There was some misogyny involved, certainly. But mostly the Russians helped him with the election and his hacking friends and his business interests. So and- everyone believes, right, that if there's actual cheating in the election, and we might disagree about what constitutes cheating, Russians running Facebook ads to the Democrats is enough um, for for them but um you know if there's actual cheating if people are sending in ballots that aren't theirs or you know filling out ballots for other people and sending them in or dead people are voting if there's actual cheating happening that's changing the totals of the votes then that's allowed to be contested right we don't just have to accept any fraudulent result no you have to accept the fraudulent result well, as you long as the fraudulent result exactly. is Trump losing. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, even though the Democrats have already said, you know, led by Hillary Clinton this year, that they're going to accept accept nothing, accept nothing. He's already they've already deemed that Trump is stealing the election. They already know what's happening, so it doesn't even. They never accepted the election last time. And I said at the time when I got asked about it, people think there's a lot at stake in this election. And there is. He's really upset about elections. He's really uh, frustrated about elections. I never knew that on his plate, everything he has to do is having to deal with this national scene, this national issue now about the elections. Whichever state you're from, region you're from, or where you're voting up and down the ticket, 
And those of us. Why do you think he's talking about states you're from and region you're from and where you're voting up and down a ticket? That, you don't, don't have to worry. Those who serve in public life will do everything we can to make the, sure that the people's will is followed through and executed on. Because that is fundamentally why there's a United States of America in the first place. Kind of lofty what? speech for a COVID update. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Oh, by the way, so he what, what you're hearing there is he shakes his head and goes, and then leaves and shakes his head again. And then somebody says goodbye to him. But he's he's acting, he's performatively showing you that he's really animated. He's really upset when he's even leaving. He's upset, upset, looking, head shaking. No, head shaking. Wow, look how upset he is. Wow, that, he seems to be very upset. He seems to be very upset. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He had almost there a national voice. It's odd that he would, during the end of a coronavirus update, have a national voice. Somebody's jealous I, that Cuomo gets all the presidential I wonder why that would catch on. I wonder why that would catch on right now. You know, obviously, State House News Service will have that, and if any of the local news people have that, you know, and they'll kick that up, and that'll go to NBC 10, and that'll go, it'll go to NBC National, and they'll say, wow, look at the Massachusetts governor, a Republican was really mad at Donald Trump today. He's mm-hmm. I've never heard this man yell so he's really mad. By the way, he's the most uh, popular governor in the Commonwealth. He's really mad. Why do you think Alice we got that national performance from him? Um I would You ass- don't have to know the answer by the way because I already have it. But go ahead. Oh, um well I was going to speculate that maybe he's thinking of a national uh role in the future. Correct. What kind of national role? Um, well, I'm about to cheat because I saw you say okay. this on Twitter uh, earlier this evening. Um, but a cabinet position, you said? Absolutely. This is him telling Joe Biden that <gasps> here I am. I'm Charlie Baker. I'm done with this place, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I'm the kind of governor that you can have in the administration. To say I'm you're a, bipartisan. Of course. I'm a project manager kind of guy. I'm taking the shots at Trump. I'm presidential, by the way. Um, and I'm a good, solid voice for you. Good, moderate, healing the country and that kind of interest. Uh, if if by any chance, and this is a really remote and far-fetched, if by any chance there's ever a President Harris, um, you know, he's the kind of person who might temper fears can, in case people think just because... She, She's sanctioning the contention that the country is built on slavery and hatred and evil, and he, you know, that she might, that he might be able to temper that. Well, he's your man. That's exactly what all that was. This, this act, this I'm, damn it, I'm angry act. I'm angry act is BS. BS. I, I am, I have a, I believe my IQ. I think when I tested it was 60, 60. <laughs> So I'm not in the top rung. But I can tell you one thing. I know people. And that was horse bleep, what he was doing right there. That was horse bleep. He's not the only one. I understand that. But he knows. It's funny how he sounded like other people who are in leadership, but nationally. Madam Speaker, do you have absolute confidence in the institutions of this country to ensure a peaceful transition to the next presidential term? And that if in some extraordinarily unlikely circumstance... The election were still being contested when President Trump's term ends in January. Make the question longer. Make the make the bleep kissing question. My moratorium and swearing is getting in the way of me making sense. Get the butt kiss. Make the butt kissing question even longer if you can, please. That he would have to leave office, and that whomever is speaker would would become president. 
Well, I, that's an outcome we don't want. We want the peaceful transfer of power. Peaceful transfer of power. Hmm, I hadn't heard that before. First day. And again, this is about something you've heard me say again and again. We don't agonize. We organize. Uh, and we want to make sure that the American people know how... Do you hear this tonight? How's, how's you your... Hear them? So you hear them? Mm-hmm. I know. We don't agonize. How's, by the way, we your... organize... How's your resolve to uh, come up with more rhyming slogans in your day-to-day life honey i want to do that i want to do I, there's a gentleman actually who spoke eloquently t- uh yesterday last night in louisville and i intend to employ some of his vernacular and his style of speaking into mine we have to get back to the peaceful transfer of power though important their vote is and how they can vote safely without risking their health and it is uh- that sound you hear the typing that's jim just the reporters filling in that Trump is an authoritarian, authoritarian, uh, that he's broken all norms, that he has frozen the nation in fear for what he has done, and now they're inserting the quotes they need from Pelosi. Just to finish out the story, it's Thirsty Thursday. They'll be done by 3 p.m. It's Martinis at the Capitol Grill. Just got to fill in those quotes. Uh, it's very sad that you even have to ask that question. A real testimony to the need for protecting our democracy that we put forth yesterday. But that a president of the United States would place in doubt the idea of the peaceful transfer of power is, uh, well, it's no surprise, uh, again, because the president has been contemptible of science and governance. And so you see 200,000 people have died. But I, I, um, I have. It's 2020. Get a quieter camera, okay? All right, <laughs> Jesus. So that's Nancy Pelosi. She had another zinger too. We'll give her since she worked on this uh, or paid somebody to work on this. Voting as we get closer, and to protect the integrity of the vote, and to stop the president's. He even said it, and uh, he had people there. The intimidation of the voter. I don't know why the press doesn't make more of this, to be very honest with you. Oh, my God, we will, Miss Madam Speaker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Oh, my God. Note to self. Make a bigger deal of this. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I mean, he says that people swallow uh, Clorox, and we hear about it for the rest of our lives. <laughs> but he's trying to have the Constitution of the United States swallow Clorox. and. Uh, <laughs> Pure gold, Madam Speaker. The so Constitution wait. I need to uh, get a source for that quote, though, from from the president telling people to swallow Clorox because yes, I, don't, I don't have that. Um, it's in that. that, that no, th- th- you will not need Daniel Dale uh, to be involved in that whatsoever. Joe Biden is his own man. His campaign is run by Democrats, many of them conventional Democrats for many decades, and there, there are no shadowy figures. Nope. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I. The idea that, I mean, first of all, the Trump disinfectant thing was Trump said it in the dumbest possible way, obviously because he does. But that was a real technology that was being developed, that's still being developed, and is a real thing. Um. Well, that had. Shades so, of a technology he had been told about. Unfortunately, <laughs> right. from, from the conference room to the briefing room, he loses 98% of it. <laughs> right. So, but it was based on a real thing. And I don't believe 
that he told anyone to swallow Clorox. Um, I go to Daniel Dale and he has no problem. Fact check, true. That's what Daniel Dale says. <laughs> So does is he now telling the Constitution to swallow Clorox? Is that also correct. fact check true? <laughs> that is correct. I can't, and that's literally. I can't. I can't. Yes, it did. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it did, by the way, and it died. Just so you know. Just so you know. <laughs> well, good. Well, the Democrats don't have to worry about following it anymore. They always have had a problem with that. But I just I can't quite get over this concept because I feel like this is just a redux of 2016. Didn't we do this in one of the debates Mm -hmm. in 2016? People said Trump wouldn't accept it if he lost Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, he said, we'll have to see what happens and, you know, like maybe there'll be cheating or whatever. So, I mean, I, it seems to me that the right has a lot less of a problem accepting the legitimacy of elections than the left does. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so I just, I struggle to see where this comes from. I mean, what Trump's saying, obviously in a stupid way, is that, you know, if there's questions about the integrity of the election, that we should figure those out before it's determined. But I guess if you're the type of person who thinks that Bush cheated to get in in the first place in 2000, and you still think that now, after all the evidence has been laid clear that there was no, nothing, you know, that Bush won the election in 2000, we know that now, that if you still think that that's like a legitimate storyline that maybe you think the republicans are like cheating to win elections selected not elected but selected not elected well yeah but we've now counted the votes and he definitely no selected won. not he elected definitely won and i like this is this is the question that i have and my concern about the election really is that with this mail-in voting stuff i mean some of the states aren't they're going to take mail-in ballots up to eight days after the election without even a postmark. So my concern is that the left is going to say like, oh, geez, it looks close in Michigan. Keep handing in ballots. I mean, like, mm-hmm. isn't election day supposed to be a one-off? Like, you don't get to keep getting more, trying to find more people to vote until you get the result you want, right? Like, Correct. By the way, the FBI has found mail-in bar- ballots discarded in Pennsylvania today. All of them were cast for President Trump. Uh, I just uh, I don't like the mail-in ballot process uh, at at a large scale I think it's not great Um, by the way speaking of mail-in ballots we will and I apologize again and again and again but um, you know that I threw the water bottle today so it's been a hectic day we will get to email all of your emails and questions and DMs etc Send them today, and we'll read. We will go through them tomorrow uh, or Sunday. Tomorrow, wait, is it tomorrow Friday? Tomorrow's okay. Friday. Tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday. What, Sunday. One of those so you think Sunday? I said someday. No, no, no. We can't keep people stringing people along. I'm sorry. It's just been crazy. We wouldn't. Have, it was a, either get the sound or get the letters, and you know, maybe I'll find a letter. I, I don't know. I don't know. They're very nice to Alice, is what I'm saying. So it doesn't matter. And we, who wants to hear that, right? All right. So. Um, uh, okay, so so that is um, Trump didn't answer that question wonderfully. He did not. No, bad Trump. But this question he answered perfectly, and if okay. this isn't perfectly truthfully, this is a question more on President Trump's level, more on his wavelength, more on the area um, that interests him, and something where he can draw from his own experience to answer. Very competently, I thought wisely. No, not you. You're right here. Thank you, Mr. Okay. President. Hold on, I just want to stop that. If I can notice, he he 
calls on somebody, somebody starts to talk and he says, not you, you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's a small part. Here we go. No, not you. Right here. Thank you, Mr. Okay. President. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, chimed in on the U.S. election and essentially encouraged people to vote for Joe Biden. I wanted to get your reaction to that. I'm not a fan of hers. <laughs> and uh, I would say this, and she probably has heard that, but uh, I wish a lot of luck to Harry because he's going to need it. <laughs> Now that is a perfectly oh answered, not presidential answer whatsoever. Accurate answer, right? But in the same way, Obama called uh, Kanye a, I don't swear anymore, but a jackass is a donkey, so I guess I'm allowed to. Um, but uh, yes, that is a correct answer. He's going to need it. Donald Trump knows. <laughs> Donald Trump knows bad marriages, and uh, and <laughs> that's for sure. I had that same thought. It was like he recognizes a. Uh, yeah, uh, he recognizes it when he sees it. As, oh, yeah, and I think he know. probably also recognizes the chump when he sees a chump. Oh. And he's like, don't be a chump. Don't Poor be a chump. Harry. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, Trump, thankfully, and this is one of the reasons we, we just talked about with the ballot uh, counting in the elections, and the left is very solemn, sober, and dignified. And it's one thing I've noticed over the years. And, you know, they're, sol- they're, they're very sober about the peaceful transfer of power mm-hmm. they can tell you what rises to the level of impeachment because it's uh high crimes and misdemeanors or they'll use terms like that um and they're they they're analytical and not overly emotional which is why today when donald trump and melania trump um you know paid respects to or RBG, who was uh, lying in state in front of the Senate office building. It was an outdoor affair. You know, there was a crowd or people in line or whatever it was. And they were uh, nice enough to give him, Trump, honoring the dead, a a really nice reception. That's vote him out, you hear, as Trump and Melania are standing over the coffin. Starting to think maybe the mourning and the sorrow over RBG's passing isn't really about her. Um, well, as far as I can tell, I mean, I I saw what I needed to see when people started to change the sort of traditional Jewish blessing for the dead. May her memory be a blessing to may her memory be a revolution um, <laughs> that at. It, it it's just blatant at this point. It's taking a person's death and just, I mean, days later, turning it into a uh, a rallying cry for a political goal, which is it's a little distasteful. Some people might think. Yes, possibly. It reminds me of a stupid barking uh, foxhound. <laughs> you know? It's uh, inane. It's... <laughs> Reactionary, it's not contemplative, but it's loud. And there you go. Good girl, Pepper. So, um, oh my guy, I want to tell you about this guy. So in all of the riots in Louisville last night, which sucks, because that's a great town, and those are great people, and this uh, this is terrible. It is terrible for the Brianna Taylor family, and, um, you know, these things happen. 
and it's tough. I think that the attorney general made it very clear that we hadn't gotten all the information and that it was not – they did indeed knock during the no-knock raid. But, I mean, one of the problems with the stuff happening in the streets, with all the looting and all the destruction, mm-hmm. et cetera, is this generation in both white and black and Hispanic and everybody, I'm sure, the the zillennials – are damaged goods. And whether you come from Wellesley, Massachusetts, or Mattapan, doesn't seem to matter. There are a whole bunch of kids who are now accepted into polite society who would not have been. A display like we're about to hear would would not be okay when I was a kid. You would be considered a psychotic. (laughs) So this is a guy, and... As the cops are trying to protect somebody's business and the and the rioters are angry that they're not allowed to go in and destroy it, this guy it decides to yell at the cops and he he, he points out he it singles out a black cop and uh, wants to have discourse with him. My kids would never fear your f-ing kids, especially yours, black man, f-ing idiot. First of all, how does he know he's an idiot? <laughs> if, if that's not its own kind of prejudice, you don't know that he's an idiot. That guy could be Mensa. He could have a 64 IQ, you know? I think the implication is that a black person would have to be an idiot to be a cop. I think that's what he's getting at. Well, I that's assume. not fair whatsoever. I would say not, no. You missed my 64 IQ line? I heard the 64 IQ That was line. very funny. Is it funny? Y- yes, it is. You know what? <laughs> You know what? You're not smart enough to understand it. It's just us oh. super geniuses. Oh. You're the biggest idiot in the whole group. He can't be the biggest idiot. <laughs> Why go there? I mean, you're expecting you're expecting uh, sellout Uncle Tom, etc. But why? Yeah, go traitor. Th- all that. But. I think he'll get there. How dare you? I do like that accent. How dare you? How dare you? I like that I, that accent. Okay. Reminds me of a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I, there's other people who have that accent. I just think it's, I, I actually legitimately think it's cool. He is the nigga that sold out the nigga 600 years ago. That's his ancestors right there. <laughs> what? I don't know. But I don't <laughs> what know. What even am I hearing right now? Yeah, I, I think that, um, that the cameraman was taken aback a little bit by suggesting that that cop was the ancestor of the slave sellers who sold them out a lot of layers to this but okay but not only is that guy apparently really dumb according to the mc (laughs) but he's uh he was a slave trader or is related to them hey i know where they over here singing and doing all the shit y'all say they ain't want them to do long as y'all touch me and my folks long as y'all protect me and my folks i don't nobody give a shit about you all the people that shit is your family that's the only one that does matter to you right but long as your kid ain't shot down in a Jesus. Well, he's salty, and that's unfortunate. But the, what's pro- the problem is this, is that unfortunately this nonsense is normalized and, you know, minted into um, the academy and uh, everybody coming out of the academy. So these colleges of young people, you're sending in young people who whose minds are mostly empty and they're coming out nuts and 
it's not surprising. Kristen Christina Johnson is the is the head honcho at Ohio State University. And this is her take on everything that we've seen. It with even though she hasn't seen the evidence, even though she's not uh informed on the the X's and O's, if you will, of what happened that night. She know now she's the uh she's the heavy. She's the president of the college of the university. And so you can imagine what her um, her uh, subservient troops are told to, uh, you know, impress into the 17 and 18 year old kids coming in there. Taylor deserves justice. And this does not feel like justice. Doesn't feel like it. Good enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has to feel like it should feel or else it didn't happen. Doesn't feel like it. It didn't feel like in 2003. That the Yankees should have beat the Red Sox in the seventeenth inning when Aaron Boone got that home run when it was the Cowboy up year. That felt like it should have been the Red Sox year. Yeah, that's right? what it felt like. So, got that should be the Red Sox year. That didn't feel right. But sometimes, what should feel right isn't right. We cannot accept what has happened in Louisville. We grieve the tragic and we cannot accept it. Cannot accept it. Well, you get, there. You go. The guy over there accusing the other guy of being really dumb. He doesn't accept it. He's doing just what you told him to do. Senseless loss of Brianna Taylor, a daughter, a friend, a niece, a loved one who was unarmed and asleep. The breakdown in the justice system and the killings of unarmed black and brown people in our country has become all too familiar tragically. This isn't going to stop until we create an anti-racist world. We must come together to draw strength from each other and advance Anti-racist world. That's Islam time. What's his name? Do you know his name? Just but I don't know. You don't know his name, but he's he's got it. Like he's got a huge endowment now at BU from Black Lives Matter or somebody. No, no. It was, right. Um, uh, um, begins with a K. Amazon gave it to him. I think that Ibram. Ibram I, I don't know. We'll get to right. that later. But anti-racism is right different than not being racist. Right. So, but my question is about her contention that. That this won't stop until we have an anti-racist world. So, uh, I mean, I think that we've made America less racist over time. Like, I think there are now fewer lynchings of black people than there used to be. I think there's a little less slavery than there used to be. I think there's, you know... so there's, no, There, no, 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 there no, have no. been some improvements without becoming an anti without you know people having to chant slogans and examine their privilege and well let's let's listen and this, i mean hold, hold that one okay. right there we'll okay. that in a second. Hold let's on. hear it's our collective vision for a better world where we one day have justice for all Amen. there's much work to be done so listen so so you're saying that you think that we're better than we used to be. You think there's less slavery. You think that there's, that there's less lynching. You think there's less everything else. I want to hear from my friend, a student at one of these colleges, ask the next president of the United States about those things. Um, on behalf of the Wayne State Black Student Union, we want to know that given that America is built on racism, sexism, and other evils, how will you as vice president advocate, whether through policy or just through the powers that you know that you can advocate on, how will we resolve these injustices for the black community and specifically for black women? Yes, thank you. And, and thank you for your role of leadership. Um, part of it is I'm going to need your help. That's right. And he doesn't agree with you, Alice. So you're wrong. You're wrong. By the way, what are the other evils that he's talking about? Racism, sexism, xenophobia. Like, what is... Uh, Just ar- all, ar- all ar- other evils. Is it arson? 
what do you call it? Po- I assume poaching? Tra- transphobia. Well, yeah, I assume that is there. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, so, and other ones that have not been invented yet, I assume. So, because transphobia, I don't think, was a thing like 50 years ago. So now, you know, there's you other ones. You get yourself in trouble, and I distance myself from you. There's other ones that they're going to find out what phobias we had in 1776. They're going to learn them. In the next 50 years, there's going to be all new ones that we're going to find out that we are now, you know? So we're, we're only going to... But I guess my point more, like, listening to this is just thinking, like... I mean, are any of these people solution-oriented, actually? I mean, Rand Paul put forward a bill that would solve the problem that caused Breonna Taylor's death. Is it an anti-racist bill? I don't think it's an anti-racist bill. I don't know what it means. What's an anti-racist policy? Is it's it is almost I don't else. I don't get it. What's an what's an anti-racist policy that would prevent Brianna Taylor's death? I I don't I honestly like I don't understand what the premise is here. Like well, is it, it just if you if you make the cops like hate themselves for being white enough that mm-hmm. she wouldn't have died? Like I don't I don't get it. I don't get what the proposed solution is to the problem. And I mean this is the problem all the way down the line with this anti-racism stuff, right? Like is that there's zero evidence that if you pay Robin D'Angelo tens of thousands of dollars to come to your company and teach your employees about how terrible they are about for their having white fragility or whatever they're supposed to have, it, there's no evidence that that improves your corporate culture, that you have better inclusion, that people get along better or treat each other better. There's none. There's none. In fact, if anything, it's the opposite. It like sows dissension and disgust with people other people in the company because it's so toxic and divisive it's i mean i there's no like but they don't for them that is that's 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 the solution is to make people feel bad and so division and that's that's the win that's like the end goal or something i mean i don't know if i'm wrong you know if well has- i mean it, it, a a a fix to the problem would eliminate the problem and the problem and, and this is why the problem even if you if you um even if you fix the problem the problem has to be propagated because if the problem's not propagated then nobody the, pays Robin D'Angelo anymore. Exactly. And there's a lot <laughs> I mean, of money. And that's not just on that level. There's a much bigger level as well. Just think of the ad buys, et cetera, going on at Nike and all the, the corporate um, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. these corporate sponsorships that are um, conscience buys or whatever they are. And, um, and also, it's the same thing. It's the very same thing with the, uh, with, uh, the climate change thing. It can never be resolved. It must never be resolved. If, if the Earth is suddenly next year goes to normal temperature and the ozone is all nice and the ice the ice melts are stopping all the polar bears are 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 you know singing and dancing and plentiful everywhere <laughs> suddenly that energy doesn't just go away that's a huge industry it is a huge industry Slash well that's why it's now climate justice oh right oh, of because course because that's that's even more i mean like so if you if you have you know you know global warming then that's a problem you can you could actually in theory solve if you just have random climate change that's even harder to solve but you know achieving climate justice is that's like really the holy grail and that's impossible right. and that's so that keeps, that keeps people employed for that's a, a long time thing. exactly so, so that's not yeah 
so yeah, but that's that's this is my problem. Is it you know none of these people actually seems to care about finding, and by the way finding solutions to problems. Who disparately gets affected by climate change happening? Um, B I P O C. Exactly. Exactly. So it's nice. It's a nice. What's that called when the one thing feeds off the other thing? It's a. Is it intersectional? No, no. The the the. It's an environmental thing. The shark needs the little fish that swims with him. Because he eats the things off the shark, and the thing, little thing needs the symbiotic. Sh- yes, that's right. That's right. Symbiotic. That's what we the sixty-two IQ people who have that word. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. Thank you. All right, I want to uh, switch it up a little bit to Hunter Biden, a person you've called quote cute and attractive. What? No, quote. I didn't deny all allegations. I do not like Hunter Biden. I don't. Hunter Biden. Sleaze. Hunter Biden. Um, has been a, a, a new Senate report came out. Was that yesterday or today? I don't freaking that was know yesterday, what... but the million dollar payment thing is today's news. Okay, item. and this yesterday is... was paying for sex trafficking. Today is the million dollar payment from a Russian billionaire. Which, I mean, I assume if we had a Trump, an adult Trump child taking million dollar i think it was like three and a half million dollars the check that hunter biden took from this russian billionaire uh i assume there would be some questions but this is like virtually a news blackout like i had to search it on twitter it's not even trending on twitter during I don't the really... trafficking um and during the huge payout the, hu- the huge payout hold on my, my daughter's caught in a hot mic asking what? if she can do a math exercise wow great job it's done I assume if that uh, the the trafficking that we talked about and the um, and the huge payoff had happened in Trump Tower, then maybe we'd know about it because that's the place where it's important well, that any transaction with the Russians, any Russian. Well, right, and I'm like, kind. I mean, I have trouble understanding what Hunter Biden is doing. I mean, so like, the Trump family actually like runs businesses you know what i mean like they have yeah, into the ground like trump university okay, well fine maybe they run them into the ground but they're doing you know foreign business they're running hotels in other countries and stuff right, right. so like it well, would, i could envision a reason why like trump kids might be Uh-oh. dealing foreign checks well, back and forth or something but like biden's in the business of being joe biden's son but right i understand what you're saying is they have a legitimate reason to be transacting so let me go axios has asked joe biden about some of this stuff ukraine okay. energy company facing serious corruption charges you were the vice president running point on ukraine the average joe hears point. that and says that sounds fishy what's your understanding of what your son was doing for an extraordinary amount of money I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board. And that was it. And there's nobody... Well, you've had a lot of time. Isn't this something you want to get to the bottom of? No, because I trust my son. No, no reason to get to the bottom of this. It's it's just just Hunter. That doesn't pass the smell test. Like, when you're vice president, isn't there a higher standard? Don't you need to know what's happening with your family? Don't you need to put down some guardrails? So, um, okay... So, this is so weird. Like, why isn't there an explanation? Why doesn't Joe Biden know what his son is doing for the Ukrainian energy company? Why hasn't anyone from the Biden campaign put forward 
an explanation for why Hunter Biden is taking multi-million dollar checks from Russian billionaires. I mean, and it would... Hunter doesn't appear to be... I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't know of any legitimate business that Hunter Biden is a part of. Like, I mean, I mean isn't well, this the, like, cocaine-doing <laughs> prostitute hiring hey, son? He's, a, he's been in... The in, baby daddy been, that he tried hey, to, like, was, avoid child support? I mean, like... very what? mean-spirited. I just he's don't, like... I, I'm more suspicious because of the reputation that Hunter Biden is, has that this is, like, a weird thing. And I just... You know, like, I'm willing to believe there's something I'm missing You here. know, your chances of being uh, brought into whatever cabinet position <laughs> that, uh, mi- that uh, Charlie Baker is in are right, uh, diminishing right. greatly. So, um, <laughs> so, but I just, I, I just Unless there was something say. that was... Uh, there was something on its face that was wrong. There's nothing on its face that was wrong. So, Look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. I mean, come on. This is... So, <laughs> these so, guys are amazing. Oh, good. These guys are amazing. <laughs> I mean, I just don't like. So, if this is so innocent, then great. Like, let's hear. Like, what did what did he do to earn this three million dollar check? Supposedly, I just want to know. Like, and the it's weird look, that it's been look. in the news all day and no one has provided well, a legitimate reason why this happened. Like, what you this, would think in, it in would this, be easy, right? And this stuff just came came to light in the last twenty four forty eight hours. And Joe Biden right now is 500 stories beneath the earth and has called the lid on the day at 8.30 once again. Yes. So now, thank you, Kaylee. Uh, Yesterday, the Senate released an 87-page report on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's dealings. By the way, you're going to notice, uh, let me tell you why the tone of this reporter sounds so unlike the tone of every other reporter, is I'm pretty sure Chanel is with OAN. Right. So they are to Trump what all the other reporters were to or are to Biden and were to Obama. Across the board with Ukraine and with Russia, um, specifically it showed Hunter Biden supporting Russian prostitution, human trafficking, receiving $3.5 million from Moscow. Question to you is, does the White House have any intention of helping the DOJ should an investigation be opened up on the Bidens? And number two, do you have a response to Rudy Giuliani yesterday telling us that um, this should immediately disqualify Joe Biden from you liberals listening to this and progressives who are like, oh my God, that is so slanted. They're asking him to just react to another attack. That's disgusting. Yeah. How's it feel? Yeah, it was, that was a very troubling report. You know, I'll leave it to the DOJ as to how they move forward. Um, but I mean, I think this New York Post cover uh, says it all. You know, I heard so much about Russia collusion, uh, but it appears the only uh, collusion going on was between Hunter Biden as he accepted $3.5 million uh, from the wife um, of the Moscow mayor. Very troubling indeed. And in addition to that, Ukraine money as well. Um, and it's good that the Senate looked into that. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is the same thing I'm saying, right? Like, why? What's the what's the explanation for this? There's got to be something, right? If it's if it's fine, then that's great. But like, what business is Hunter Biden in? Like, I don't get it. Like, can somebody just tell us what's going on? He works for a firm. All okay, right? so he was on the They're board a global of an firm. energy company. They're a global firm. Uh huh. And they, yes, and they deal with China and they deal with the Ukraine. So what's the product that he's selling? Because the the assumption would 
be from a person if Biden can't answer any questions on this, that the product that he's selling is access to the White House. No, 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 no. That is disgusting to say. And, and without merit, by the way, been disproven, already fact-checked. I'm sorry about that. That's oh, has it been fact-checked? I'd love to hear. So no, has Daniel Dale told us what's going on with the Hunter Biden that report? Is, he's, Joe Biden is his own man. His, his own campaign man. is run by Democrats, many of them conventional Democrats for many decades. And there, there are no shadowy figures. There's nobody shadowy. Just, his you know, son's a little shadowy. No, he is is not shadow that's a terrible thing for you to say else this close to uh father's day all right and he is a dad i believe right he is a dad again alice uh, congratulations careful to careful you've made me have to stop the song <laughs> sorry so by the way we will read those things i by the way alice remind me tomorrow we have to do a scott atlas thing so scott atlas has some great covid uh logic for us you can find alice shattuck at alice shattuck on twitter tom shattuck at tom shattuck on twitter We'll get those emails this weekend, I promise! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.